0: Number 130423, a rendering of each of seven episodes. Episode number one, A Year with the Church Fathers. Don't be guilty of someone else's despair. The visionary Hermas is told that when we are and know of someone suffering, we must respond. If people are driven to despair by problems we could have with, we're guilty of that despair. And I say that everyone ought to be saved from inconveniences, for whoever is in want and whoever suffers inconveniences in daily life, they are both in great torture and necessity. So whoever rescues a soul from this kind of necessity will gain great joy for himself. For whoever is harassed by inconveniences of this kind suffers as much as someone in chains, And many who can't endure calamities of this sort hasten their own deaths. So if you've of some calamity of this sort afflicting someone and don't save him, you commit a great sin and are guilty of his blood. Do good works, therefore, since you who have received good from the Lord. While you delay doing them, the building of the tower might be finished, and you might be rejected from the building. There is no other tower being built now, for the building was delayed to wait for you. So unless you hurry up and do what's right, the tower will be finished, and you will be left out. Hermas, Similitude 10. In God's presence, consider who around me is suffering, and what am I doing about it? Closing prayer. Lord, enlighten me with your divine and saving oracles. And let me be not only a hearer of your word, but also a doer of good deeds. Episode number two, Through the Ear with Thomas Merton, Our True Face. If we take our vulnerable shell to be our true identity, if we think our mask is our true face, we will protect it with fabrications, even at the cost of violating our own truth. Raids on the unspeakable self. Episode number three, Magnificat, April 2023, volume 25, number one. Item number one, a reading from the gospel according to Luke chapter 24, verses 35 through 48. The disciples of Jesus recounted what had taken place along the way and how they had come to recognize him in the breaking of bread. While they were still speaking about this, he stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. But they were startled and terrified and thought that they were seeing a ghost. Then he said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do questions arise in your hearts? Look at my hands and my feet. That It is I myself. Touch me and see, because a ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you can see I have. And, as he said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. While they were still incredulously for joy and were amazed, he asked them, Have you anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of baked fish. He took it and ate it, and in front of them, He said to them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses and in the prophets and psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. And he said to them, Thus it is written that the Christ would suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance for the forgiveness of sins would be preached in his name to all the nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things, the gospel of the Lord. Meditation of the Day, item number two. Unshakable peace. If we seek peace as the world gives it, if we expect peace in accordance with the reasoning of the world, or with the motivations motivations that accord with the current mentality that surrounds us because everything is going well because we aren't experiencing any annoyances and our desires are completely satisfied and so forth then it is certain that we will never know peace or that our peace will be extremely fragile and of short duration for us believers the essential reason we can always be at peace does not come from the world my kingdom is not of this world. James, chapter 18, verses 36. It comes from trust in the word of Jesus. When the Lord affirms that he gives us peace, that he gives us his peace, these words are divine words, words that have the same creative force as the words that brought the sky and the earth from the void. They carry the same weight as the words that quieted the storm, the words that healed the sick and brought the dead back to life. Since Jesus tells us even twice that he gives us his peace, we believe that this peace is never taken away. God's gift and his calling are irrevocable Romans chapter 11 verses 29. It is we who do not always know how to acquire or preserve them because quite often we lack faith. I have told you these things. Those that you will have peace in me, in the world you will have trouble. But take courage, I have conquered the world. John chapter 16, verses 33. In Jesus we may always abide in peace because he has conquered the world because he is rescued from the dead. By his death he conquered death. He annihilated the sentence of condemnation that weighs on us. He manifested the benevolence of God toward us. And with God on our side, who can be against us? Who could ever separate us from the love of Christ? Romans chapter 8 verses 31 through 35. Episode number 4, God's Little Instruction Book. Number 1, 2, and 3 by Honor Books. Golden Nugget Number 1, inspired by Ephesians chapter 4, verses 29. Two things are hard on the heart, running upstairs and running down people. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Golden Nugget number 2 inspired by Luke chapter 6 verses 35. The best way to get even is to forget. But love ye your enemies and do good and lend hoping for nothing again and your reward shall be great and ye shall be the children of the highest for he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. Golden Nugget Number three, inspired by Philippians, chapter two, verse three. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in lowliness of mind. Let each esteem other better themselves. Episode number five. Chesterson, day by day. I have often been haunted with the fancy that the creeds of men might be paralleled and represented in their beverages. Wine might stand for genuine Catholicism and ale for genuine Protestantism for these at least are real religions with comfort and strength in them. Clean, cold agnosticism would be Clean, cold water, an excellent thing if you can get it. Most modern ethical and idealistic movements might be well represented by soda water, which is a fuss about nothing. Mr. Bernard Sherrod's philosophy is exactly like black coffee. It awakens, but it does not really inspire. Modern, hygienic materialism is very like cocoa, It would be impossible to express one's contempt for it in stronger terms than that. Sometimes one may come across something that may honestly be compared to milk, an ancient and heathen mildness, an earthly yet sustaining mercy, the milk of human kindness. You can find it in a few pagan poets and a few odd fables, but it is everywhere dying out. William Blake, Episode Number six, Reflection. When they brought the martyr Chriserns, a nobleman of Myra and Lucia, to court, the judge counseled him for a long time, trying to persuade him to worship idols. When he did not succeed, he finally said to Christons, Bow down only in body, but in spirit bow down before your God. To this the honorable Christens replied, the body cannot do anything independently of the soul, which is in its driving force and leader. For that, Chris Cerns was killed, an obvious lesson that a Christian cannot be duplicious. Still, another lesson, a Christian has an obligation to serve his creator, not only with the soul, but also with the body. This refutes the false position of certain Christians who live physically as pagans, while praising themselves that they believe in God and love God with their souls. They divide themselves in two, placing themselves in the service of two masters, even though the holiest lips proclaim that to be an impossibility. Episode number seven, quotes by St. Francis of Assisi. I have been all things unholy. If God can work through me... He can work through any